another episode of the Shear Law Group's LawCast, and I want to welcome you all. Tonight's topic is suing an owner for violation of the no mask rule. And, uh, you know, a lot of uh, the associations who are my clients talk to me all the time and say, listen, guy, what can we do about an owner who is not complying? What, what really do we have as a, as a power to do something about it? Well, one of my great clients has provided me with a case that just came out here in Miami. It's called Marcus versus the King of Miami Real Estate. Condo Tower seeks to evict agent for not wearing a mask. A lot of you are asking me, really, is this what we have to do now in order for people to comply? Well, not exactly. I would never go forward with immediately filing suit against anybody. I would always send a demand letter. I would always engage in correspondence back and forth in attempts to reach an amicable resolution. However, sometimes litigation is the only way to achieve the goal of the association, which clearly in this case is the health, welfare, and safety of its members. So let's really look at the process both from a condo and an HOA standpoint. From a condo standpoint, it's really easy. You send the demand letter, you tell the owner what they're doing that's wrong and what supports that position. Have no provisions that address enforcement of COVID regulations. In other words, there's nothing in anybody's recorded documents that talk about um, wearing a mask during a pandemic. However, there's two ways to go about this. First of all, I believe that many of you, at least those of you who are my clients, have gone ahead and passed reasonable rules and regulations mandating the wearing of masks, mandating social distancing, mandating that you try and skip the elevator use if you can to ensure that you are social distancing within those elevators and limiting them to just family members and so forth. Even if you hadn't had the opportunity to do so or are unsure about what to do about it, the other thing you can do and is clearly within your rights is to look at your general nuisance provision. And this association, the one in Miami that I'm talking about, has done that specifically within their uh, documents and used that to go after this owner. And they basically said that they're creating a nuisance within the association. You say to me, Guy, what do you mean a nuisance? A nuisance is a smell, is a noise. No, no, no. A nuisance is an action that can hurt other people, that is something that affects their ability to peacefully enjoy their property and even the common elements. So in this case, they argued that the other residents of the condominium, including those who are elderly uh, or somehow immunocompromised, should be able to enjoy the common elements without one person or more violating local health ordinances, as well as violating their own nuisance provisions and putting these people in harm's way. So that leads me really to now a third item that your, many of your documents will have, which are provisions that incorporate local ordinances, uh, even county or state laws, into your documents. So if the state or the county or the city has specific regulations governing COVID-19 uh, requirements of masks, social distancing, gloves, what have you, you can incorporate those automatically into your documents 
uh, and into enforcement by your documents and by those provisions. These are things that we should sit down, look through your documents, and really ascertain what portion of your documents could apply to assist in making these types of enforcement actions against owners who are not complying. From an HOA standpoint, it's even more powerful. And, uh, and what I'm going to tell you now, I'm going to have another podcast about how to apply this to condos. But in HOA, you have a requirement to mandatory mediate before any litigation occurs. Why is that powerful? Well, regular mediation occurs in any lawsuit that's filed. The parties are supposed to mediate, try to resolve the case. It's usually done halfway through the lawsuit or at the end of discovery when the parties are able to sit down and really uh, assess what each one has discovered of the other one and how strong their case is. But what the legislature said was, look, condos go most of the time, not in these circumstances, but most of the time to the division of land sales, and that is a kind of pre-suit type of arbitration process where these things are adjudicated by an arbitrator without the necessity. It should be noted that anybody who disagrees with the order can always appeal it to a circuit court, kind of putting the position that at some point you keep going and going and going and maybe it's worth going to circuit court in the first place. But that's a different discussion. With an HOA, you have to mediate first. And the mediation process is not cheap. Each side pays for their own attorney, and each side has to pay for half the cost of a mediator. Most mediators nowadays are between three and $500 an hour, with each side spending half of that for a minimum of at least two, sometimes three hours. So anytime you send a mandatory mediation notice to an owner in an HOA, odds are they're going to want to try to resolve it prior to mediation so they don't have to go through that expenditure especially if it's really not worth it. Um, I know these mask issues are really charged on both sides. Uh, those of us who believe that you should wear it all the time and really protect yourself and those around you, and those who think that it's the freedom of choice somehow not to wear a mask and uh, uh, to allow them to express themselves without a mask. As you can tell, I'm kind of more for the former rather than the latter. I respect people's differentiating opinions regarding this, but in the end, I want to be protected, and I don't want somebody around me not wearing a mask who can potentially put me in harm's way. I think every most people feel that way. In any event, the association, as from a homeowner standpoint, has an opportunity to enforce this through a mandatory mediation uh, process and force that first as a first step, and if that's unsuccessful, then go to litigation. From the condo realm, you really can't do that other than the demands back and forth and then going to circuit court. I don't believe that the Division of Land Sales would have jurisdiction over such an action. Um, in any event, even if it did, that would even increase the cost more because either party who would not get the resolution they're seeking would simply go to the circuit court and seek it there as an appeal or what's called a trial de novo, a brand new trial. And the way that works under the statute is that the court can look at what the division ruled or held in the case, but it's also welcome to go forward, uh, you know, from, from a new trial de novo, a new trial, and as ascertain and assess the claims from both sides and reach its own conclusions. It's not bound by the arbitrator's 
position or ruling. It's only um, something that it can consider. So that's the way I believe is most effective to go against an owner or owners who refuse to abide by the position of the association, which I believe in all cases, at least with my clients, is that you should be wearing a mask in the common areas, common elements, the gyms, uh, those who have opened the pools, the pool areas, uh, in the sports courts, and so forth. What about a guest and invitee? Well, real quick on this, I don't want to dwell too much into it, but uh, you're talking about really the discretion of the association to say no to their entrance, no to coming in. You can literally shut that down and compel them not to have the ability to enter into the community. So you say, well, guy, what do we do when it's uh, not a guard gate or some type of uh, uh, you know, security that you have to go into to come into my condo or to my HOA? becomes a more difficult proposition. But then again, under Florida statutes, especially from a homeowner perspective, an HOA, and also from a condo, you are responsible for the actions of your tenants and guests and invitees. Therefore, if there is a guest or invitee or a tenant who's not complying, you can go after the owner to seek that compliance. And again, you would go from an HOA standpoint to mandatory mediation. And from a condo standpoint, you'd go with a few demands and either to the division or straight to circuit court. In both instances, I will leave you with this last thought. In both instances, I highly suggest that you sit and fine the owner for these violations. Why am I saying that? It puts a little more skin in the game for the owner to have to think and look and say, listen, not only am I looking at potentially having to hire an attorney, not only only am I looking at spending money on a mediator, but now I've got a $1,000 fine. Obviously, it's it's for every day that they have uh, violated the provision, so you may be limited. It may be less than 1000 You need to document that. But in any event, if you find them and you put that now as a collection on the actual litigation, now you're looking to an owner who's not only uh, facing litigation, the costs, the potential fees on your side of the association, since it is prevailing party, but also a fine. And it starts to kind of build up on that owner, and hopefully he or she or they will finally realize Is it really worth it over the wearing of a mask to do all this and spend all this money? And obviously our hopes is that it is not. As I often put in my letters to to owners when I make demands, the associations are never in the business of, nor do they find pleasure in suing their own members. It really has to come to a position where there are no other avenues of resolution and that suit is the only way to go. So with that, as I always end my podcasts and my video casts, I want to wish each and every one of you only good health, only the best, especially during these trying times. Please feel free to comment, uh, email me, uh, let me know if you have any questions, any other topics you'd like me to discuss. I'm happy to do so, and I wish you all only the best. Thank you, and take care.